Tea Party Policy Chat Podcast. I'm Scott Harris, the constitutional patriot behind the Red Pill mic and on the Red Pill cam. And today what we're going to be doing is we are going to be talking about election integrity. We're going to be talking about the fundamental right, the fundamental freedoms of American citizen, and dealing with this complete and total um, attack from the Democrats on our right to vote. Um, one of the things that I'm going to talk about, I have an article that I'm doing, I'm taking the information from this article and doing it in two parts. This is part one. Um, and this is from, my, these are my notes, from the Epoch Times newspaper, uh, June 7th through the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2023. And the title of the article is Inside Michigan Election Issues by Steve Kovar. Um, the article, the article talks about, lists some, some very, um, damning facts, um, to the Democrats, um, some bullet point notes from it, the, some facts that it lays out. Um, there are thousands of names of dead people which remain on Michigan voter registration rolls. Okay? That's fact one. Another fact is that ballot initiatives embraced a mail-in, um, em, embraced mail-in voting that weakened photo ID requirements. Grassroots movement, known, um, one of them is EIF, Election Integrity Force, um, has been training workers for poll and poll watchers um, for the upcoming elections. Um, EIF, um, Election Integrity Force, um, has been calling for um, citizens to file criminal complaints against Michigan Secretary of State and the Office um, uh, and the Michigan Bureau of Elections. There has been numerous um, um, uh, reported incidents of the Michigan Bureau of Elections altering voter registrations and voter history records in violation of law. There was a 2022 statewide ballot there were two statewide ballots in 2022, um, separate ballots. They were pro uh, proposals two. They were called proposal two and proposal three. And I'm going to get into that information about it. There were recounts about these two separate ballot um, uh, um, initiatives. And one of the people from that was involved in it, a Brandon Gayakobazi, on May 31st, told Epoch Times, quote, We are not about trying to change the outcome of an election. The purpose of the recount was to verify the accuracy of the original vote count and to verify that all procedures and uh, processes were conducted lawfully. Now, um, as... As somebody who espouses uh, free elections, espouses democracy, um, what what about that would be would you be opposed to? See, this is what Democrats these things these are these are fundamental things, simple things that basically every every logical person can agree to that are core concepts in a free 
fair democracy is that one you have ballot, you have election integrity you have ballots are you have set laws you have set procedures and laws that are enforced upon everybody equally and that you you want to make sure that those laws are being enforced and those procedures are being followed so that you can guarantee that the election is free and fair and that people's voting rights are basically protected. That's what this is about. So why is the media not covering this aspect of it? Why is the general media espousing this? I mean, um, Epoch Times newspaper has been, is basically, it's a conservative newspaper, okay? They don't hide that because they believe in conservatism and they believe in religious freedom. They believe in freedom of speech. They believe in, in free and fair elections. They believe in the right to petition your government with, on redresses of grievance. They believe in the constitutional, um, constitutional framework of this country. They are anti-communism because yes, the leader of the of the, the 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 guy who started Epoch Times newspaper was actually the um, a leader of a, a religion. I don't care, you know. I'm a I'm Roman Catholic. I was raised Southern Baptist. I don't really care what your religious beliefs are. But when you, when government is basically hunting you down, locking you in prisons, harvesting your organs, torturing you, and killing people. It doesn't matter what your religion is. All humanity should be opposed to that. Now, is that is like the viewpoint? Some of the viewpoints of this religion, I don't know what they all are, but some of them there's some reports that they are into some weird things. So what? What they are into is completely irrelevant. And there was a just to denounce this paper, this organization, this news agency, the Epoch Times News, the Epoch Times TV channel, um, and um, Sh uh, Shun Kwai, that, that dancing, that Chinese dance troupe, um, all of these things is basically, they have ads, and, and um, there was MSNBC who basically is basically dead last in its news reporting. I mean, you have the Epoch Times newspaper and the M Epoch Times um, news channel, which is pretty much only can get on, U on, on YouTube. I mean, it's like I have never seen it on TV. Um, but they do have a TV channel, and there are some networks that are some cable networks that are showing it. They do have an internet TV channel, and they are outperforming MSNBC. And so MSNBC had a story, and on that story they basically said that this is a cult, and that they have weird beliefs, and that they are basically... Now, is she saying things that I have about the religion? I don't know. I don't really care. It's not relevant, right? It's like, oh, it's, a, it's a apocalyptic, you're gonna, the world is going to end, and you're going to go to hell if you're a communist. Is like, well, well, yeah, if you're going to go to hell if you're a communist, that's a given. But here's the thing. They're saying, oh, the world is going to end. It's up. Well, you have, you have, you have the fo former vice president, okay, who is the climate czar, 
right? Who who ba- and you have the climate change cult run by what that thirteen year old nut job from from Holland, and he's like, we're going to die in twelve years, and you have you have all these like climate cultists saying that the world is going to end and all this other crap, and MSNBC is, it embraces that, encourages that. That's insane. Okay? The Epoch Times newspaper, does. I have the Epoch Times newspaper. I read it all the time. There is nothing in there about the end of the world. There is nothing in there about how you are going to go to hell if you're, if you're pro-communist. There is, they, they talk about the evils of communism, which are basically documented historical facts. Okay, so, and I'm a, I'm a history teacher. I can tell you that the history that they're talking about, they have a section there, and, and the facts, they, you, their facts cannot be disputed because they're using historical facts and real history, real documents, to, prov- to prove their point. And this MSNBC store, she goes up there and saying, because they're, tro- they're conservative and pro-Trump, and, and they're basically, they're coming out of nowhere, and they basically should not be able to... So what happened on Facebook? Facebook banned all ads for Epoch Times News, Epoch Times TV, um, on, on Facebook. So Facebook is now embracing, um, in my viewpoint, um, basically encouraging communism and basically the organ harvesting of people of, re- of religious faith that the communists don't encourage. Because, see, the only, the only thing that you can have, the only religion that you can have as a communist it, it w- is, is approved by communists is that of the state. Okay, and atheism. This is where you cannot have anything that is, and see, this is what it is. You have Christians, you have Fu Gong practitioners, you have, um, uh, and 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 the Uyghurs. You have these people are being murdered, organ harvested, in China, and basically Fu Gong is they're being harvested, and the people here in this country that escaped that that are telling that story, and they have become very anti-communist. And because they encourage anti-communism, they are denounced by MSNBC. And because MSNBC is having their butt kicked in ratings to Epoch Times newspaper. Okay, so I wanted to get that point out there. Okay. That, let, let's, let's, let's deal in facts, shall we? And not emotion, and not propaganda. Okay. Now, we're going to deal in some facts here that I've been talking about. Um, now, let's, let's get to... Um, in 2020, there were two statewide separate ballots um, initiatives. Um, and they showed... And, they, and, and EIF, and they did recounts. They showed serious ir- irregularities in... Um, continues to, um, to what they call bedevil the election administration of, of Michigan, okay? Now, in a section of the article called Problems Ignored, there was a recount um, that, that, um, that I read. I read about that, okay? Now, my question is for all basically Democrats, okay? One, um, are you in favor of a law to increase election integrity and security, yes or no?
yes or no. Would you be in favor of a law, right, that removed dead people from the voter rolls of, uh, removed dead names from the voter rolls, yes or no? Two simple questions. Okay, two simple questions that no Democrat will answer publicly. Okay, the law, um, there was a, the law during a recount in Michigan states that um, the entire precinct, okay, is declared to be, quote, uncountable, unquote, if it is discovered that a seal of a ballot bag has been broken or holes or rips are in the bag. So if you have a voting bag from a precinct that has been tampered with, the in doing a recount, and you see that in the recount you have this seal has been broken and this bag has been cut up, there's holes in it and it's ripped open, that that is de de defined as uncountable. You can't count that precinct, okay? So that's, that's important to understand what the term uncountable means. Uncountable means that the vote, the bags for that precinct have been tampered with. Have been, have been, have been, have been tampered with, have been vandalized, okay? So you can't count them in a recount. Those votes don't count in a recount. 80, during this recount in there were two. There were two ballot initiatives. One was called pro, pro, uh, Proposal Number Two, and the other one was called Proposal Number Three. I'm going to talk about Proposal Number Three right now. Eighty-six percent of forty-three counties. That's thirty-seven counties of the forty-three. Okay, thirty-seven counties of forty-three had at least one precinct that was either uncountable or the recount totals that did not match the original official totals. Now, why would the recall, the recount total, not match the original? Hmm. Well, let's 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 analyze that aspect, shall we? Um, we have video evidence of numerous precincts in Philadelphia and other states where there were. The ballots were run through the counting machines multiple times. We're talking multiple times. And it's, it, it, they would close down, and then they just took these ballots, and they would run them through the counter. They would put them through a counter again. They would put them through a counter again. They would put them, and they did that many, 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 many times. There's video evidence of that. Okay, That's one, how they would do it. Okay. Um, really, it would be the only lot. It would be the only way you could ha not have the match. If you had significant differences in the recount versus the the official total in a precinct, then then one there's one of two things: complete incompetence of the counters originally, and two, complete intent to commit fraud. Those are the only two possibilities. Okay? Because when you're doing a recount, that's done that a recount is done with multiple people watching. 
okay it there's all these security guard there's all these security pro, pro procedures and policies in place during a recount that are even more intense that are even more intense than when you have them in a regular um uh, a regular count okay um now in my note on this when i was making notes i have a little box here and it says um with an arrow this is due to the that during the recount they were not running the ballots for the counting machine more than once. <laughs> okay, so that's 37 of 43 counties. 86% of the counties uh, were either uncountable or that the vote count did not match. Okay, now let's go to proposal two, shall we? There was um, in this one there were absentee ballot boxes all over the com in all communities in every community, and there was no basically instead of having a photo photo ID for regulation you could just sign a statement yeah I am this person, <laughs> right, um, without proving it. So in this one you had um, they they no ID in forty seven precincts. So in in four uh, there were forty seven precincts in four counties. Okay, seventy percent of these precincts of the forty seven, there were forty seven total precincts. Seventy percent. That's thirty three precincts. Thirty three precincts of forty seven were uncountable, or the vote count did not match. Okay. Now, this has to be one of two things, either negligence or malpractice. I say it's fraud. I say it's intentional. Because if it was, if it was not intentional, then the elected officials would be wanting to find out what caused this. They would, be, they would say, how, how can we stop this from happening again? How can we, make, how can we basically have a system to where we, the people of the state can trust us and when we hold elections okay they would be wanting to solve this problem if they basically were not wanting it to continue now the people that well, the person that was that uh, that got Lepsy guy he said quote regardless of how it happens it is illegal to have holes in a ballot bag and have broken seals when we asked for an investigation our multiple requests were denied and then he went on to explain how state election officials, basically they, what he referred to as added insult to injury. Not, they do, the, these election officials were not just content with doing nothing. He said that they actively worked against his um, investigation. They actively worked against it. What this is, what this is, with them actively working against, his basically wanting to basically verify that they were following the law, working against that, in my viewpoint, and any logical person can conclude that that is in institutional, large-scale voter fraud, encouragement, enhancement, and operations of a political machine wanting to maintain power and to prevent a loss of power by a change of office. That's exactly what we have here. That's exactly what we have here. 
okay? And, and there is so much evidence of that that they need to basically put that aside. Now, what we're going to do is to, we're going to take the next step in this conversation about voter integrity, and we're going to, to listen to questioning by Marjorie Taylor Greene um, um, on the, um, the D.C. election officials' answer to a simple question on uh, foreign meddling in elections. Okay, interesting. Now, I propose that well, I am against foreign countries meddling in our elections. Any person that espouses to be a patriot, any person that espouses to follow the Constitution, any person that says they believe in democracy should be in favor of, foreign, of preventing foreign countries from meddling in our elections. Okay? Now let's see what the people that ha that they have on this have to say, shall we? And that's what we're going to do now. Let's go. And Democrats know they matter too because in 2019, Democrat senators Klobuchar, Warner, Reid, and Peters had all wrote a letter of how concerned they were because intelligence agents uh, were saying that elections were in danger of being hacked by foreign nationals or foreign countries because now see the thing is this this the, let's get some background about this hacking of elections the the issue is is that they were that they were talking about is that some of the the voting machines could be hacked by um, internet access okay and that was a concern that's one issue, okay? There are many other ways to hack it, but that's one technical issue that was talking about, okay? So that's 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 what they part of what they were saying here. So um, sorry about that. The uh, so that's that's one aspect that we're going here. There's other hacking operations and other ways that the foreigns were uh, foreigners are are interfering with our elections. I did a podcast about how the Chinese Communist Party had an operation running in the last um, in the last um, presidential election about how. Um, operating out of the Chinese consulate in San Francisco, where they brought in um, American um, uh, liberal activists, communist activists, um, to do ballot harvesting in, in swing states and swing counties and swing precincts. And what they would do is they would go to somebody's and they would basically fill out, uh, fill out the ballots for them. Um, and basically, if they had elderly people or senior citizens or even dead people, they would fill out the ballots and harvest those votes, which is all of that is illegal. Okay, and that's what they were doing, and it was an operation that was running out of the Chinese consulate out of San Francisco, and they even admitted they would they went to San Francisco, they went to the Chinese consulate, they had these classes and training about how to do ballot harvesting, and this was all out of the Chinese consulate in San Francisco. And so here's the thing, all of those votes should not be counted. Okay, that's, 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 that's a given right there. Now, and so that's that's one of the aspects we have here. So let's go on. Let's let's continue. As election machines could be hacked. Now, I think that's problematic, and I think everyone can agree that we don't want foreign countries or foreigners meddling in our elections. Um, and so my question would be, um, if if this is such a deep concern, uh, Miss Weiser, Miss Miss Evans, uh, Mr. Spees. 
Mr. Spees, Mr. Cuccinelli, one by one, could you say yes or no if you agree that we don't want foreign actors meddling in our elections? Ms. Weiser, let me start with you. That is correct. We don't want foreign actors meddling in our elections. As okay, so we have one person who um, says that they, so, so let's go back. I want to make sure we get who, this, who these people are. Let's, I want to go back and, and get who these people are, so pay very close attention. Okay, so that's what we're talking about here. I want to pay close attention to who these people are. Weiser, let me start with you. That is correct. We don't want foreign actors meddling in our So Miss Weiser. Okay, we'll go back a little bit more. In our elections. Miss Weiser. Miss Weiser. That is correct. We don't want foreign actors meddling in our elections. That is correct. We do not want foreign actors meddling in our elections, Miss Weiser. Okay, so we have that. So we're moving on to the next person. As director of D.C. Board of Elections, I make no... Okay, the D.C. Board of Elections. This is the D.C. Board of Elections. The D.C. Board of Elections is per the person in D.C. In the, common, in, the, in the Commonwealth of the District of Columbia that basically runs the elections. Okay, so, so that's who this is. So, so I want to pay, I want to go back to this. Make sure, you want to hear this. You want to make sure you get this. So pay close attention. Pay, pay close attention. As director of D.C. Board of Elections, I make no opinion statements. No opinion statements. The director of the director of elections for the D.C. Board of Elections, the director of elections, makes no statement. No, no, no opinion statements. Okay, so that's basically she's in favor of of foreign actors meddling in our elections. No, that's a yes or no. It's a, so basically you have here you have. The congresswoman, who's basically the congresswoman, is basically saying, "This is not. This is a simple yes or no. You are the head of the direct. You are head of elections. You are the director of the office of elections in D.C. Your job is to run and oversee elections in the District of Columbia. That is her job. And in her job, she has no opinion about foreign metal, about foreign actors meddling in the elections that she's overseeing. So she would be okay. So, so it's, she's, she has no opinion. It doesn't matter to her either way if there's foreign actors meddling in the election or not. She doesn't care. Seriously, that's that's what she's saying here. She has no opinion on it at all. Okay, she has no opinion on it at all. And now you can see why even even there was for some reason. In, in, praise be to God that there were Democrats who said, "No, nah, this we need to stop foreign me foreign actors from meddling in our elections." So they voted with Republicans to shut this bill down. Okay. So, th so that's that's what we have here. So, pay close attention to this exchange because this is in very this is extremely important information. This is extremely important information that MSNBC, ABC, CBS, okay, CNN, CNNBC, okay, and and none of these channels have put, they spent zero minutes covering the story zero minutes covering the story and once again for millennials and gen zers and those in Ubalinda, California zero minutes covering this information miss evans i provide no opinions in my role as the executive director of the district of columbia so you're unable election. to have executive director of the of elections in the district of columbia columbia offers no opinion 
no statement of opinion, no no statement uh, is either for or against foreign actors meddling in our elections. Seriously, this is the cons- This is this is why Democrats cannot be trusted. This is exactly why. How do you do your job if you can't give an opinion or an answer? Seems like you'd be unfit to serve in the job that you have. She is unfit to serve in her job. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. That is so tr- So exactly true. If you're unable to provide a yes or no answer on foreign actors meddling in United States elections. My job is to administer the laws as they've been provided in the District of Columbia. And it is uh, the law that stops. <laughs> See, that's right there. It is her job to administer the laws. And I perform my job with integrity, and I know my job well. You do not have, you have no integrity at all. You have no integrity of all. For a third time, you have no integrity at all. Because if you, you, if you cannot sta- make a statement that you are opposed to foreign actors basically interfering, meddling, committing crimes b- during election election fraud, voter vote tampering, vote intimid, voter intimidation. These are crimes. And you have no opinion on that activity at all. You are unfit to do your job. You are completely incompetent. That is that is a statement of fact right there. You are you are completely incompetent to do your job. And that is my responsibility. So you're not unable not to, to say no, so we'll take that as a yes. You agree with foreign actors meddling in, in United States elections. Yeah, that's right there. S- very simple statement of truth. She is in favor of foreign actors meddling in our elections. Mr. Spees? Strongly oppose it. They, Mr. Cuccinelli? Yeah, m- these people strongly oppose it. Also oppose it, including non-citizens voting. See this right here, non-citizens voting. See, here we have in California and other places, non-citizens being able to vote. That's in direct violation of the U.S. Constitution. Direct violation of the U.S. Constitution for a third time. Direct violation of the U.S. Constitution. Where is, where is, where is patriotism? I agree. Um, the House passed a resolution of disapproval with 42 Democrats voting with Rep- Wow, 42 Democrats voting with Republicans. Wow, 42 Democrats. It is nice to see that there are 42 Democrats that are not completely and totally insane. Um, where, where, why don't they stand up more? Why don't we stand up more? And what we're going to do now is we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll, we'll be back right after these, these in, uh, obscene capitalist endeavors. See, here is where we're going. Are you struggling with overwhelming debt? Um, a debt settlement program can be the salvation you've been looking for. It's a negotiated process between you and your creditors to reduce the amount you owe, making it easier for you to pay off your debt and regain control of your finances. With a debt settlement program, you can potentially save thousands of dollars, lower your monthly payments, and become debt-free faster. So what we're going to do is there are their Prosperity Financial Network they have a debt settlement program. There will be a link in the show notes. So if you are suffering under under massive debts, and we all know 
that right right now people are spending are spending on credit cards significantly. So please check out the link in the show notes to to help get and they will help you prosperity financial. Um, they will basically help you through this process. So please, and we now return to our regular broadcasting. Now, welcome back to the Constitutional Patriot Podcast. I'm Scott Harris, the Constitutional Patriot. And now let's get back to to what we have in Marjorie Taylor Greene, shall we? Republicans, um, about the D.C. law that was passed last year called Local Residents Voting Rights Amendment Act. Local, you would think that would be United States of American residents, um, not non-citizens. Uh, but that that allows here this law passed that you obviously support support foreigners uh, meddling in our elections is foreign diplomats, people that work at embassies, illegals, and foreign nationals allowed to vote in the District of Columbia elections. Um, so you can tell that Democrats disagree with this because 42 Dems voted against it. Um, Democrat senators, again, four of them wrote a letter very concerned about foreign countries and our intelligence agencies. See that right there. This is significant. This is truly, truly significant. And there will be massive, uh, this, this is significant about the, the about the vote on on this bill and I just want to we're going to call it off here but it was it was basically the the DC gov, uh, mayor and the government they wanted to do this law and basically it was shut down by the house and because because th they can't do it without pr approval of the house that's just the way the, the law constitution runs when it comes to the capital so now what we're going to do is we're going to get to the survey but we're going to we're going to take another quick commercial break. So, uh, here we go. We'll be we'll be back right after this commercial message. For our friends up north in the Can in Canada, oh, Canada, um, a, a country of the Commonwealth of Great Britain. Um, so God save the king. Um, if you are if you are having if you are a business and you are having funding problems and you need funding for your business, um, I have a solution for you. It is um, it is business funding through David Allen Capital. There will be a link in the show notes for you to get business funding in Canada. Um, so check out the link in the show notes. There is also that if you are if you are need funding for equipment for your business in America. We have there. We have products for that at David Allen Capital. If you need a line of credit, if you are a gig worker and you need funding for your for your for for your business and self-employed, there are business funding options available at David Allen Capital. Please check the show notes for that. Get funding uh, for your business. And so, so we now return to our regular broadcast. Welcome back to the Constitutional Patriot Podcast. I'm Scott Harris, and to, but now we are going to get into another aspect of of what I like to do in my podcast is political surveys. I fi I find them fun. I find them fun. This one has one, two, three, four sections. And the first one, this is the Future of America survey, okay? Um, now, this is section one, is section one, it is called Freedom. 
do you believe, question one, do you believe that Governor, Governor DeSantis has the right to defy the Biden-Fauci COVID lockdowns and mandates to keep Florida free? There is, There are three options. There is yes, no, undecided. I'm going to go with yes. They, the federal government does not have the right to dictate by royal fiat anything. Okay. Number two, do you believe big tech has the right to cancel or censor conservative um, thinkers in America? No, they do not have the right to do that. No. Okay. No. They do not have the right to do that. Okay. Now, do you believe, number three, do you believe the federal government should set the rules and regulations for all elections? No. The reason for that is that the states do that in the Constitution. The Constitution clearly states that the states will set the manner, the time and place and manner for holding the electors for the Senate of Representatives shall be prescribed by each state, by the legislature thereof, by the Congress may at times um, by law make or alter such regulations, except in places cho choosing of the sinners. The Congress shall assemble at least once every every year on such meetings shall be on a Monday in, a Monday in December, unless they shall appoint by law a different time. Okay, so basically the elections are part of Article 1, Article 1 of the Constitution. Section 4. Article 1, Section 4. Okay? Talks about elections. So that's where that is. I just read it. Okay? So federal government is very limited on what it can and can't do in elections. Okay. Should the next president of the United States rein in the federal government sprawling, um, uncountable, out-of-touch bureaucracy? Oh, dear Lord Jesus, yes. Yes, we need to shut down the, the deep state. Shut down the deep state. Okay, section two, economy. Do you believe Joe Biden's unprecedented big government spending brings, uh, spending binge has caused skyrocketing inflation? Yes, it's a very simple economic fact. Very simple economic fact. Okay, that's that has been discussed at has been explained so much in Fox Business News. If you want to know about how politics affects the economy, if you want to know how government policy directly affects you as a business owner, if you if directly affects you as a business owner, then then listen to the Solopreneur Business Patriot podcast and watch Fox Business News. Okay? Those two, so and there's other there's other podcasts that cover it as well, but you, but you need to watch Fox Business News because they talk about how politics directly affects the business and issues of the economy. They talk about the consumer price index, the the producers price index, right? 
all of these reports and all these numbers coming from the federal government about the Fed and all these things, they talk about how it directly relates to the markets, how they directly relates to the markets, how it directly relates to the cost of doing business, and what factors that th – this is a very serious – you have supply chain issues right going on right now. You have – in Los Angeles, in the land, Los Angeles ports, there are strikes going on because of they 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 are because they want more money, they want more of this, they want more of that. They, there's regulations that are in California that basically the trucks that go into the port to take the cargo containers out of the port have to be a certain year. They have to be union-only workers. All of these things, and what it has created is a massive ba backlog in in shipping and in delivery of product and goods and goods coming from that port. And a lot of ships, a lot of a lot of uh, cargo uh, logistical operations have been diverted to Corpus Christi, Texas. They have been. D d d to along the East Coast and into Florida to get to stop that because uh, Los Angeles is basically a cesspool and totally incompetent. Okay, do you believe Bidenflation has caused the bearish stock market and hurt seniors on fixed incomes? Yes, yes, it has dramatically done that because what it has is that is a lot of these seniors, a lot of people that are close to retirement and seniors, they have annuities, they have 401ks, they have IRAs. Um, these annuities, retirement annuities, are basically um, fixed on, on investments from the insurance company on, on annuities. If, they, if they're an index life, like a universal index life policy, that's that's tied to the S&P 500 index, okay? It mirrors the S&P 500 index. So basically, when it goes down, there's basically no growth at all. And then, um, see, I know this because I have a life insurance license. And so this is what happens. But but you have it effect in their 401ks and their IRAs, it, it, when they're on these markets, that's the, these market changes just seriously affects these these annuities and these payments out from their IRA accounts, okay? That because that's that's what it does. My dad has an, he inherited an IRA from my grandmother, and he is required by by he has to pull out at least five hundred. I mean five thousand dollars a year from it, okay? But the amount, the, but the but the changes in the market has seriously affected the balance in that account, okay? So um. So that is basically how long that account will last has diminished significantly because of the market conditions. He's starting to regain it, but it, you know it's starting to grow again. But at the same time, you know cause he can't add money to it. So there you go. Um, so it does have a significant effect. Do you support the Biden plan to hire eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents to collect more taxes? No. See, here's the thing. This this whole plan, what is this plan about the IRS? It's to go after those billionaire tax cheats. Well, as somebody who has worked at the IRS and as somebody who's been doing taxes since 2015, I can tell you that the tax cheat are not the billionaires and millionaires. The vast majority. They hire massive law firms. Everything they do is above board because they're pretty much audited all the time. 
Okay, and they basically have an IRS agent assigned to each one of them. There's not that many millionaires and billionaires. There's not 87,000 millionaires and billionaires in this country. Okay, now you can take the amount of agents that they have already at the IRS, they can assign one to each billionaire, okay, and still have some left over. Now, here's the thing, okay, as somebody who's worked at the IRS and who's been doing taxes for years, I can tell you the tax cheats are the people with earned income credit fraud and the child tax credit fraud. That's the tax cheats, okay? You have, on the earned income credit um, fraud, you basically what you do is if you, you get earned income credit, you get a bonus, and you get basically a massive amount of money for three kids, up to three kids, okay? So, and you, and, and, and so you get massive amounts of money for three kids on earned income credit. Now, if you have, say, five kids, you only get paid for three, okay? But you're talking thousands of dollars here, thousands of dollars. So what people are doing is, okay, I have five kids, you only have one, I'll let you have two of mine, and then you give me a percentage of what you get back. So you have a black market of claiming kids on people's tax returns. That's tax, that's tax fraud. Okay, I know it's happening. I would have it, I would always get people, every tax season, um, when I was working for other companies, I'm not going to say which one, um, but I would have people come into my little cubicle, okay, and basically ask me, my neighbor has, has an extra kid and said I can use it for earning income credit, what paper to work do you need? And I says, an adoption form from a court or get, get out of my cubicle. I would not touch that tax return for nothing, okay? Because that's fraud. I don't commit. I don't do illegal things. I am a person of integrity and honor. I will not violate my honor or hinder my integrity by doing something illegal or unethical. That tax cheats are not the millionaires and billionaires. The tax cheats are these earned income credit frauds. Over $450 billion a year in earned income credit fraud. And that's just earned income credit fraud. That does not count the child tax credit fraud, okay, and the additional child tax credit fraud. Okay, these people, I'll just do it myself on TurboTax. That's what they say every time they leave. And see, as a tax preparer, um, if you are doing, if you if there, if you have a client that is in there applying and you're trying to get them earned income credit. On children, there is a worksheet that you have to prepare. You have to answer questions. Um, do you think that these children are, in fact, this this person's children? Do you, you have to ask these questions? And is are you are you cons are you satisfied that the the evident the information that they give you is is complete and to, and 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 honest? See, this is the kind of stuff you have to do as a licensed taxpayer because you're signing that tax return. As a licensed tax preparer, you're putting your name, your P ten number, your reputation at stake there, because if you knowingly um, do a tax, sign a tax return where you know that that kid is not theirs and you do it anyway, you can go to jail as a tax preparer and pay a fine and lose your license.
It's that serious. So that's where the fraud is. And if the, the thing is, it's really simple. If you, I, really simple rule that needs to be changed is that if you were, what would prevent a lot of this stuff, what would prevent a lot of this fraud, is basically a simple thing. If you're applying for this, then you cannot do your own tax returns. You have to have a licensed tax preparer prepare your tax return if you're applying for these certain credits. That would eliminate, I'm going to say, at least 80% of the fraud at least 80% of the fraud, if not more. That would save billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Let's, let's, let, so you have four, you have 450, that would basically be 360 billion dollars saved in fraud. If you were to do that, that simple thing, that simple thing, that simple change to where if you are, if you are filing for these child tax credit, additional child tax credit, earned income credit, okay, also the adult education credit, the lifetime learner's credit, Okay, these basically non-refundable credits. If you're applying for a non-refundable credit, then your tax return must be prepared and signed by a licensed taxpayer, tax preparer other than you or a member of your family. That would basically prevent all of this crap from happening. Okay. Do you support the Democrats' plan to raise income taxes up to 90% to pay? Hell no. That's basically, that's, that's theft. That's theft. The government does not, nobody, no government agency has basically the right to tax you at the, such great money. They don't do, they, that is complete, that's theft. That's unethical. That's immoral. Okay, so basically what, basically what this is, it's like, well, it's democracy. They have a right to do it if it passes. No, they don't. They don't have a right to do something immoral like stealing everything you own. They don't have that right. Okay, and see, just because it's democracy, mob is democracy. Okay, here's the thing. You, if you have a group of a, of 100 people, Right, and you have, and and you're going out to lunch, and three people have money, nobody else does, and the the people that none of the people that have don't have any money, but they want to have lobster for lunch. Like you can't, they, you have no money. You don't have enough money for that. Okay, you have enough for a hot dog, not lobster. Okay, three people have money for lobster. It's like, well, if we just take their money then we can have lobster. It's like, well, if we all vote, then we, the, there's only three of them. We're more. We can do it. And we could just take their money. That's theft. Well, you voted. No, it's theft. It's immoral. And that's what that is. That's what this is right here. It's immoral. 90% tax. What dumbass idiot um, Democrat came up with a 90% tax? That's, a, that's insane. Has Joe Biden's war on fossil fuels caused gas prices to spike and made America more dependent on foreign oil? Yes. I went and um, went and got gas in my car. It paid $4.29 a gallon. And that's at Costco. 
which was actually cheaper because the non-Costco regular gas station prices is $4.49 a gallon. Okay, Costco, you get it 20 to 30 cents cheaper a gallon. It's th that, that's significant. That is massively significant. Do you believe solar and wind power can replace current fuel sources without crippling? No. That's been proven in Europe. I mean, what happened in blizzards, they basically went, so they did away with all of their, uh, went totally wind and solar, and then they had a blizzard. What happens when you have, when you have snow covering your solar panels and basically the, the ice covering the, the wind turbines and they can't turn you have no electricity generation they're basically their power their power generation in germany during um the uh, winter a couple winters ago was cut by 80 percent 80 percent of their power generation was completely cut off so they had basically 20 percent of their uh, of their power generation capabilities was basically providing all of the electricity for their entire country and they basically couldn't do it <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands, of people died. Okay, and so yeah, it's proven it's it's stupid, dumbass idiotness. Do you believe parents should have a say in their children's education? Yes, Democrats and public school administrators in Democrat um, in Democrat school districts do not believe that parents should have a right to see what they're being taught in school. The children are being taught in school. They actually said that there was several. Um, uh, school chairmen of school boards, superintendent of school districts, have said that parents don't have a right to to know what is being taught in in the classroom. They have no say and they have no right to know. They don't even have a right to look at the textbooks. That is what that is the philosophy of the Democrats when it comes to education. That's insane. As a as a licensed teacher, that's insane. I am a fully credentialed, professional, clear, licensed educator. My teaching credential is in social sciences in the state of California. My primary focus is government. I have secondaries in U.S. history, world history, economics, geography, and psychology. Okay, so th those are my secondaries. I, I only need one, and I have all of them. This is the insanity and I'm also, I also have English language learner authorization on my credential, okay? So, so I am a highly competent teacher, okay? And that is insane. Do you believe the woke agenda, especially critical race theory, should be taught in schools? No. Because one, critical race theory is basically rewriting and ignoring facts, and it's basically creating basically everything that is basically racial, racially modified, and that's stupid, that's ignorant. Are, are you concerned with reports of massive amounts of deadly fentanyl being smuggled across the open southern border? Yes. Because this fentanyl that is being smuggled across the southern border is not just fentanyl it, um, it's basically made to look like candy. It's made to look like other prescription drugs, so that this, so basically it can poison and kill people. And that's what and that is and that's actually it's basically an it's basically an act of war against the Chinese government is doing on the American people. That's my viewpoint. Do you want the next president to secure America's southern border? Yes, and the northern border.
Yes, all borders. All borders. All borders. This is a very simple, this is a fast-going survey here. Do you support the Republican uh, principle of reining in the size and scope of the federal government in order to cut the overall growing national debt? Yes. So much so. It's, I, have a, I actually have a plan to actually help reduce the debt, and I will cover that in the next episode of the, of the Tea Party Policy Chat. Um, do you support Republican efforts to lower tax rates, clo uh, closing economic loopholes, and uh, make the tax code fairer for smaller business uh, to create jobs and boost? Yes. Simple. This, these, this is simple. Do you support Republican priorities, including free markets, free trade agreements, job creation, and strong military security? Yes. Simple, simple. And finally, do you believe every American should have the right to bear arms? Yes, the Second Amendment. I don't even have to finish that question. <laughs> so there you go. I'm going to mail this off today. And so basically what we've learned here is that the, basically, these are the core values and the core principles of the American uh, conservative culture. That's what needs to happen. So be sure to check the, the, the show notes for, for links for David Allen Capital for business funding and for uh, prosperity uh, financial uh, for uh, debt consolidation. Uh, so check so ch uh, debt settlement. So check out those links, those services, those services. They'll be able to help you in a lot of different ways. So be able to check that out. Thank you, and God bless America, and God bless the Republican gov uh, House and their continual fight for rights and freedom and the American way. God bless you, and goodbye.